We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey! Good morning, welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Of course, we are joined by the one and only DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> I love it. I just say it so I could hear that thing. You know what I mean? All right. I got a couple of stories I want to tell you guys about. Uh, I didn't think you would come to us with a Spider-Man story, by the way. I love Spider-Man. I haven't seen the movies, but when I was a kid, I loved the TV show. Oh, you would... And and the Spider-Man movies, they've gone through different versions, eras... But they're actors, yep. Actors too. They're they're fun. I think that you would like these. Well, looking at this trailer, I'm totally sold. I love it. I did see the cartoon one. You know what I'm talking about? The Spider. Oh, the Amazing Spider Verse. That was yes. really good. Unless you're good. talking about one from the 70s. No, nope, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> the one from Electric Company. No, the recent one. Rude Rocco. Okay, that fine. was a good one. The the most recent one was cool. They had a great soundtrack in that movie too yes very good it, a lot of post malone yes mm-hmm. sunflower like starts yes. the movie really oh, cool great. man and you know i saw that movie at this like mansion that we stayed at with my family but we were only able to afford it because we all pitched in so it became very reasonable in per, orlando in orlando per couple per night it became very reasonable <laughs> but um otherwise we would have never been able to afford it they had this unbelievable theater room like something straight out of cribs on mtv unreal and i watched it in there so i feel even better about it because of where and when i saw it thank you for asking this one is spider-man no way home i think the the kid in this is tom holland tom holland yeah i believe so let's play we'll play like a minute or so of this or two minutes Oh, look at this. This is a good one. Some suggest that Parker's powers include the male spider's ability to hypnotize females. Stop. Come on. <laughs> yes, my spider lord. <laughs> Can we just, like, stay up here all day? It is so crazy down there. That's right, folks. Spider-Man is, in fact, Peter Parker. Listen, I did not kill Mysterio. The drones did. The drones that are yours. Does any part of you feel relieved about all this? What do you mean? Now that everybody knows, you don't really have to hide or lie to people. For the record, I never wanted to lie to you. But how do you tell someone that you're Spider-Man? Now everybody knows. But this isn't about me. This is hurting a lot of people. I've just been thinking about how to fix all of this. 
Oh, that so, Peter, to what do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. That's okay. Dr. Strange. Yep. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. <laughs> when Mysterio revealed my identity, my entire life got screwed up. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. Strange. Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Fine. I won't. So he starts the casting. The entire world is about to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Wait, everyone? Can't some people still know? That's not how the spell works. So MJ's gonna forget about everything we've ever been through? Stop tampering with the spell. Oh my god, Ned. He's my best friend. Oh, my Aunt May should really be talking. Happened. It messed is, up Doctor yes. Strange's spell. It looks so cute. Like the concept is so cool. Everyone found out. He goes to school, and they're all like, "Yeah, Spider-Man." Cast a spell to make that go away. Oh, this looks really fun. And his, I love his delivery, his performance. He's really likable in this role, and I think the first time that he. Goodness, was the first time he was in it, uh, like a Captain, uh, or uh, what was it? The first time that Spider-Man was in a Marvel movie, he was alongside Iron Man. They had a great chemistry together. He's 25 years old? Tom Holland. Oh, my God. He sounds like he's 14. He's not. He's an adult. All right. Uh, but know. he's very, very... Li- I just like a likable protagonist, yeah. you know? Sometimes yeah. they put, like, non-likable people in a protagonist role, and you are you just don't want to buy in, hook, line, and sink. Yeah. But with him, you really do. Doctor Strange is another good movie, Donna, with uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, who you saw there. And it's an interesting concept. I knew Jack Squat about Doctor Strange and thought, nerd alert, I'll pass. And then I watched it, and it was funny. It was very well done. But, you know, I say this about almost every Marvel movie where I'm convincing you or trying to that it's a well-told story. And I love the look of expensive movies. Yeah, I I do, too. It looks fantastic. I I don't want to go to South by Southwest to see some Uh, artsy fartsy. It looks like it was shot with not like with no lighting kit. I want it to look like it's a gazillion dollars. Okay, I like those movies too, though. Hmm. In fact, the story, the second story I wanted to tell you guys about. Oh, by the way, that comes out in December. So you have to wait till then, okay? I don't know where Steve just went, but did we lose him? No, I'm right here. Oh, it got real quiet. Oh, sorry there, buddy. Uh, hey. Everybody? Do you want me to just make some... Um, yeah. Like Vuvuzuela noise for you? Thank you. No, so you know the story how Scarlett Johansson, first of all, a couple of uh, interesting Scarlett Johansson stories. One, she announces she's pregnant, and the next day the baby appears. Unbelievable. Unreal. His name is Cosmo. Uh, Secondly, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who, what was the... WandaVision. Yes, that everyone was Mm -hmm. watching. Okay, so... She's really good. Really? Mm -hmm. She's a good actress. Olsen's good act. Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, she was doing an interview and somebody asked her about Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney for breach of contract when her film, Black Widow, 
um, became available on Disney Plus the same day as the theaters. Uh, she's got her back. She uh, says, you know, it, it all comes down to contracts. And if it's in the contract, it's in the contract. It, I think it's really brave what she's doing. So she, she earns bonuses when Black Widow reaches certain box office numbers, figures, right? Sure, yep. When you put it on Disney+, Plus you're sabotaging or sacrificing the ability, the movie's box office potential. And they were doing, they were sacrificing it to grow their streaming service. So that is why Scarlett Johansson is suing. But does she get a cut of the Disney streaming numbers? Because that's $30 premiere access. And so in theory, if you're like one person that's buying it, you're getting more. I wonder... I'd like to know the final numbers of how much money was made, and if she gets a cut of that, then that shades the story a little bit, don't well, you think? Well, yes, but I don't think she would have sued if that were in the contract. But like, she's like got when, a manager. But Disney said that it did. when They clapped back to her, and remember, they were pretty aggressive. Disney's not usually that aggressive in public statements, and they were, and they, they argued, and I don't know who was right here, but they argued in that moment that the streaming option, in addition to the in theater option gives her an opportunity to make quite a bit more money. Hmm. I don't the rock by the way puts out another post on the success of Jungle Cruise number 3 movie they're about to surpass 100 million here domestically in theaters and here again Mr. Disney throws it out there and says I'll always provide options for you and your families to enjoy my movies however you're comfortable during this challenging pandemic separate line your families come first. Okay, he's that's really offensive. And it's probably easy for The Rock when he's like one of the richest, highest paid actors out there right now. Sure. Girls got to, you know, yeah, fight girls, for her right. Girls eating fine, though, too. I'm not, they're still principal, but, you know, like Disney came out and said, look, you already got 20 million for the movie. I, it's so funny, though, because it, this always plays out on the. Like the, it often plays out on the millionaire, uh, well, on like the millionaire stage, right? How much these millionaires are Mm -hmm. making. You hope that there's then trickle down for more equality in terms of pay for people in the normal workplace, but. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. We gotta go, Donna. We gotta go, Steve. Uh, You ever heard of green flag movies? No. Or red flag movies? Uh, This has been popping up on social media they named some green flag movies. I'll explain what that means and what those movies are in according to a new study when we come back on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, we're back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's a Tuesday. That means confessions are coming up in about 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a fun one for parents. Tell us about a time that you embarrassed your kids. Love it. Coming up, sending kids back to school soon. That sometimes is a prime arena for us to embarrass our children, advertently or inadvertently. So we'll go through your uh, responses at 1130. Uh, You can answer on our Facebook page. You can send us an email, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. We'll also let you know about the the (laughs) autocorrect confusion that I caused and Donna took the bait on um, <laughs> as well. We'll let you know that coming up at 11.30. Yeah. We'll I believe it. It's very funny. She was trying to be like culturally sensitive, I think. 
Um, we'll get into that. Uh, meanwhile, why don't we get into a study? Okay, you want a study? Mm-hmm. I'll give you a study. Okay. Okay, here it comes. Oh, right, a study. Great. You Let's ready for it. a study? I think so. Okay, then. Studies have shown that... <laughs> studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Someday broadcasting students will ask Donna, how would you hide it so well when you couldn't find the right sound effect button to hit? <laughs> and they'll play that tape back. You want to study? Who wants to study? You talking to me? You laughing at me? What am I, funny? I amuse you? Here comes a study. Good stuff. I saw this on Twitter the other day and thought, what in the heck is this? They were talking about green flag movies. Have you heard this? No. Okay, Twitter users made this list of movies that they consider to be green flags, which means when you hear somebody likes that movie, you instantly trust them or you like them a little bit more. It's like, ah, I see you. I get you. We, yes, you, you're my people. Green flag. Number one on the list, The Mummy. What? Isn't that with Brendan Fraser? It is. What? The Mummy came in at the top. I don't even know some of these. We're going to have to turn to uh, Rocco because he's nerdy on some of these things. My Neighbor Totoro? Yeah, that's animated, right? Japanese animation. Okay, that came out in 1988. That's a big green flag movie. Donna, people are going to be talking about, hey, you, what's your green flag movie? So we all need to know what people are talking about when they say that. Okay, thank you. Um, oh, this is now this one I, I get, even though I've never seen it. And you're going to hate me for saying this. The Princess Bride. I've never seen that movie. I, I don't know that I've seen it all the way through. Oh, really? It's like, you know, cute fantasy. The thing that's sweet about it. Andre the Giant. It's, uh, who was Columbo? Peter Fall? Mm-hmm. Uh, he is reading his grandson a book. And then the book, the story that he's telling, is the movie you're watching. Oh, okay. Cute. Very, super cute. And you love Fred Savage. I believe he is the child being read to. Is that right, Rocco? Oh, oh! Yes. I'm just asking. Do you it see is. what he does? You see what he does? I'm yeah. yeah. Right. He's red lighting me. I'm not a credible source. That's true. How many times have I said something and you looked it up and you're like, "Whoa, I never knew that." All well, right. Those so, are... what's a green flag movie? Thank you, Rocco. A green flag movie is when you hear somebody say, "Oh, I like this green flag movie." You instantly like them or trust them more. Mm. on account simply of them enjoying that movie. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
So this it's is the list that Twitter thing. came up with. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Mummy, My Neighbor Totoro, The Princess Bride, Shrek Two, is on the list. The Greatest Showman. Oh, I gotta see The Greatest Showman. Oh, I didn't love it. That's okay. I, All well, right. Yep. Red light. Okay, I get uh, it. No, I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Hear me out. You. <laughs> I take your negative reviews. I'm trying to say this in a very uh, respectful way. I take your negative reviews of TV shows and movies with a grain of salt the size of a bowling ball. <laughs> because, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, she found the Mighty Ducks reboot sitcom on Disney Plus to be, quote, stressful. I liked it. It just stressed me out. And that's a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, 1996, green flag movie. Say it again. Romeo and Juliet, the Leonardo DiCaprio oh, version. That's a green flag? That's a, that's a green flag movie. Did not like that. Ghostbusters, the one in 2016. Like the Megan, uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig. Chris Hemsworth was very funny in that. Uh, playing just a stupid, hunky guy. Hmm. Big Trouble in Little China. I don't know that one either. What? I don't know that either. Big that Trouble, did- that's like a buddy cop movie type thing, right? Like um, Kurt Russell and somebody, somebody. Hmm. I oh, do gosh. love Kurt Russell. And I love the other guy, the dude. Love. Love that guy. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. That guy. Maybe it's not Buddy Cop, but it, he plays like a tough guy with a gun that goes and does some kung fu type stuff. Kurt Russell does. <laughs> that reminds me <laughs> nice of Nice description. Yeah. Well, the descriptions that we're getting right now are great. You, Donna, talking about how you love that guy. It reminds me, my sister about 15 years ago left a message on my voicemail. I know we're out of time. And she said, Steve. You will never guess who is at the same restaurant that we are at in Chanhassen. You are not going to believe who is at this restaurant in Chanhassen. Now, I don't know his name. It was James Denton, everybody, from oh, Desperate Housewives. Yeah, we love James yeah, Denton. He lives, lives out there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Jeff anyway. Bridges is who I'm thinking there of, we of course. Go. All right, so you want to take some confessions? Yeah, give us a call, 651-641-1071. Light up our phone line. Tell us about a time that you embarrassed your kids, maybe your grandkids. We'll get into it next in Confessions. The Confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. girl, girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. These are my confessions. On my talk, 107.1. Easy confession today. I love this. Very light. Cute. We're getting some really funny answers, too, on our Facebook page. Tell us about a time that you embarrassed your child. Now, before we get into your answers, we got a lot of great ones, too. Um, I sent this... I sent this over to Donna and Hannah, Steam, Millennial Hannah, um, so that she could post it up on our Facebook page. And I guess my autocorrect got the best of me, huh, Donna? It, oh, it sure did, Steve. Let me tell you how. How? So, <laughs> Steve writes, tell us about a time you embarrassed your child. Mm-hmm. And then underneath that, it says, this is coming from an Indian Mandel story of sending love notes in her son's lunchbox. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was coming from you. And I'm like, oh, great. We got an email. Then I go on the talk back to Rocco. Hey, 
Do you know what a Mandel is? Or a Mendel? Like, what is an Indian... And I go, like an Indian Mendel? Mendel? Is that like a spiritual teacher? Or right, that's what, what is what is thinking. it? Uh, let me let me clear it up, guys. That was an autocorrect. Uh, it is coming from an Edina Menzel story, not oh an God. Indian Mendel. <laughs> Adele Dazim, uh, because she's doing this thing. She's teaming up with some company. It's all product placement, but she's she says she puts love notes into her son's mailbox or mailbox lunchbox Aww. every day he's 11 now i think and she still just puts little notes in and think what does he need to hear today and so she'll just put a little note in he opens his lunchbox and there's a little uh love from mom encouragement from mom which i thought was really really cute that is so sweet it's sweet and sure sometimes it might be a little embarrassing if he's sitting with his bro buddies or something like that but um but it's a really sweet thing so totally the Indian Mandel, Adina <laughs> Mandel, Adele Dazim, wickedly talented, uh, got us thinking about this question. Uh, we got some really funny answers on our Facebook page. Here's one from Jennifer. <laughs> we have funny listeners. Jennifer says, my daughter was not listening and acting up when we were in line for school pictures. I told her if she did not stop, I was going to break out singing Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> so every time that she tested me, I sang one line starting out really quiet and then slightly louder. I see a little silhouette of a man. She stopped after three lines. I was extremely disappointed because that gym had great acoustics. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hilarious. This is let's think of these confessions also as ideas. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is like a bonus tipsy segment. I don't have teens yet. I have a tween. My daughter just turned eleven today, and so we're getting there. Julia says, heck yeah, it's my parental right to embarrass my kids. I told my (laughs) 12-year-old, this is so funny, I told my 12-year-old we were planning a family flash mob to the song, I've I've Got a Feeling, I Got a Feeling. Oh, great. And while grocery shopping at Target, I pretended to scope out possible venues. (laughs) He was mortified. It was the best day ever. Oh, that's a great prank. That is Uh, so funny. Melissa says, first, I feel like my mom and Steve's mom would have been friends. Here's why. As a kid, my mom, Melissa says, banned Halloween for a few years and made us go to something like what Steve describes as Hallelujah Night. So when my friends would ask me what I was going to dress up as, I would have to explain to them that I had to go to some church thing. Then as a teenager, my mom used to embarrass me when she would ask every single friend that I introduced her to immediately what church do you go to? Oh. Mom, why is this the first question out of your mouth? Sound judgy much? Uh, we do have a caller on the line. Uh, Ooh, let's go Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Good morning. How are happy you? Happy birthday to the daughter. Oh, I'm thank good. you. How thank you, you Tracy. Yeah, happy, happy. We're doing really well. Okay, tell us about a time that you embarrassed uh, a child of yours. <laughs> so, two kids, they were, oh God, this is like eight. Ten years ago, we were at the Target downtown Minneapolis, and my daughter wanted to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, go to the bathroom. I'll see you back in school supplies or something like that. As the kids come back, I'm wa- I'm wandering around, and I just kept yelling, stop following me. It's illegal. <laughs> it's a crime to follow me. <laughs> and police and security are posted up in that store all the time. Oh, no. So all of a sudden, all these people are looking like, oh, my God, what is going on? And I just kept screaming, stop following me. It's illegal. You're stalking me. 
The police came up, and when they saw me cracking up, they're just like, oh, it's a mom and bear That's Nicely done, Tracy. Yes. Thank you for sharing. She seems fun. The maniacal laugh comes out at the end. Thanks, Tracy. Have a nice day. Oh, my gosh. I love it. All right, Melissa. Melissa says, we're in the confessional. Tell us about a time you embarrass your kids. When I was in high school, I was going out with some friends. We had been gone for about 20 minutes when my dad called and told me that we had to come back. One of my friends refused. I find out later why. But the other brought me back home. When we got there, my dad proceeded to frisk him. Oh, my gosh. Have him empty his pockets and searched his entire car. Flashlight and all. Pop the trunk, kid, he said. Oh, my gosh. I was dying. Turns out that other friend did have some controlled substances on him at the time. I guess Pops did know something, that he had smelled something on us. <laughs> so his dad wasn't a cop? No. <laughs> oh, my god! He was just the, the chief of his own home. I love that. Did you see the one from Kim? No. <laughs> so on TikTok, I mm. guess this is her husband. My college son was the only student that showed up for a Zoom class, so I thought I'd make it more fun for me. So he, if you watch the video, he puts on like a dinosaur monster mask. Yes. And kind of made a guest appearance on his Zoom class. That's adorable. That's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Kids, respect your parents. Uh, Let's see. We got a few others here. Cynthia says, when my oldest was about 13, her shoes were untied on the soccer field. Other moms kept other moms kept saying, Maddie, tie your shoes. Finally, the ref stopped the game and said, Maddie, tie your shoes. I only made it worse when I asked the ref to tell her to clean her room since she listened to him. But <laughs> that's funny. These are good. Uh, uh. Oh, this is funny. Angie says, I surprised my son at school to have lunch with him when he was in fourth grade. He was mortified and adamant. He did not want me to walk into the cafeteria with him. I gave him the choice. Either we walk in together or he walks in and I will river dance my way in. <laughs> <laughs> These parents are funny. This is great. Yeah, good ideas. Aww. I guess that is true. Like if you're in fourth grade, you're hanging out with your pals. A surprise visit from a parent yeah. can sort of harsh your mellow a little bit. Yeah. I get that. I, w- I think I would need to be running it by my kids at this point. Like, hey, you guys want me to come by for lunch? Yeah. I can. That's nice of you. Uh, you want to talk to Leah? Let's get Leah on the horny warny. Horny warny. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No. Sorry. Sorry. Hi, hey, Leah. Leah. Hi. So it has always been my job to embarrass my children, and I have 11 children, so I have a lot of practice. Oh, my so God. Wow. I, headline. Yeah, so <laughs> one of my kids in high school, I think he was a sophomore, was having some trouble turning work in. So I decided to go to school with him. So I showed up in his social studies class, and I sat at the back of the class, and I worked it out with the teacher ahead of time to, that, to play with me in class. So every time he asked a question, I raised my hand like Arnold Horshack. I know that one. I know it. I know it. Uh, my kid turned in every piece of paperwork for the rest of his high school career. <laughs> That's awesome. Fight dirty. Um, Leah, now let's see. Can you name all 11 of your children? Yeah, here we go. Yes. 
In order of their birth. Yep. Yeah. Robbie, Noah, Tyler, Brian, Aaron, Angela, Axel, Asher, Amos, Audrey, Abel. Now, um, I feel like I hear a few biblical names in there, but let me ask you this. Was the original plan, let's see if we can, uh, let's do 11? (laughs) Or did you just having so much um, fun along the way? (laughs) Six six are via adoption with one on the way via adoption. Oh, you're about to get a 12? Oh, my gosh. Yes. That is amazing. She'll be here here in November. Oh, well, this, you must have a heart the size of Oregon. Or I'm insane. (laughs) <laughs> or a little of both. Oh, my uh, gosh. Well, God love you. Thank yeah. you so much for uh, for all Thank the love you. you do on these kiddos who need a mm-hmm. home. That's really wonderful, wonderful work. Thanks for calling in. Bye, Leah. Okay, we have one more call. You want to go to Gail? Yeah, let's go to one more. Hi, Gail. You're on the Donna and Steve show, and uh, we want to know how you embarrassed one of your kids. Okay. Now, this happened years ago because I have two adult daughters now, but I will never forget um, if my younger daughter was in junior high. And she had forgotten a textbook and had called me from the office and said, Mom, can you please bring it? And um, I was just in my, I swam early morning, so I wasn't dressed. I was just in my sweats and I was just really, you know, not perfect looking. And I put on this frumpy coat and I brought the book to the office and she, they called her down. And I came out, and she took one look at me, and I swear her expression was, I just want to put a paper bag over you. (laughs) You know what, Gail? I think my mom showed up once with curlers in her hair, and I was mortified. I know. I'm like, really? I'll tell you, if I had had longer hair, I would have done that, too. (laughs) Needless to say, she did remember her books from that point on. I bet she did. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. Thank you for calling in, Gail. Thanks, Gail. Mm-hmm. Have Bye. a good day. Bye. Bye now. All right, Steve. Uh, what have you done? I walk out onto the porch a lot when the kids are there with a bunch of friends and this just start singing a song about like who I am. <laughs> like, hello, children. I'm Adeline's papa. I am her papa. She is my dad. You know, stupid stuff. Wow, that's <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Rocco, you want to share anything before we... Um, uh, wait, let, me, let us guess. The mullet? The mullet. I think one time <laughs> I went kidding. out in public with uh, like a light blue satin jacket and a mullet and... <laughs> The kid didn't think that was very cool. Uh, oh, my God. That's great. All right. When we come um, back, it's the final stretch of the show. Yeah. I, I found out a way that Netflix is clickbaiting us, and we don't even know it. And I think I kind of love it. Really? I'll explain what there's an article out floating around that says they're doing this. I'll explain what it is that Netflix is doing you might not even notice, and it's effective. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. All right, Steve, I just came across a list of insults you have made to me in the past month. Okay, uh, do we want to read these off right now? Or? I would like to read some of them. All right, do you need any like background music or anything? Um, nah, we'll keep it simple. Yeah, I see that. Just, I just want to give people an idea. Okay. How I mistreated. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay. okay. The, for the record, the reason that I don't write any down from Donna is I don't carry a notepad and paper. <laughs> that, 
<laughs> there does. you go. That's going on the list. Okay, Today, all right. 8-24-11-48. Now, let us uh, all explain first, in case Peter is listening, uh, that this is a very loving relationship that we have. Yes. It that is. being said, I find you disturbing. On, um, let's see here, on July 27th at 8.59 a.m., you said to me, you are a trash lady. <laughs> Shortly after that, you said to me, you are the Wu-Tang bat. A Wu-Han. Oh, sorry, I said not Wu-Tang. You're almost like a Wu-Tang bat, not a Wu-Tang, <laughs> just a Wu-Han. For the children, right? <laughs> yes. For the kids, so it's relatable. <laughs> that was on the set of Twin Cities Live where I was doing you a favor. Okay. And that was after I offered you a Kleenex. Okay, okay. I'll just right. run down a, a, a couple more. Sure. Uh, on August 5th, you said to me, I want you to end up in a senior village in Florida. That's from that's a loving thing for me to say to you. Okay. That's a wonderful place of community, a great way to go. On the 19th of this month at 10:08 a.m., you said if I had to describe you in two words, I'd say wet burlap. <laughs> <laughs> On the 2nd of this month, yes. You said I see you dying within the next 8 to 10 years. Okay, so what am I supposed to do? Like shove down my intuition? I don't know. I, it's a, no, that's a call to live. Live your life. Okay. I'll eulogize the bleep out of you. You All understand right, me? On the 10th, you know my speaking feet. You said, if you put down less of your crappy energy into the world, you'd be better. <laughs> Is that wrong? Uh, today, you wrong. said, if I had to describe your diet in one word, and it would be hard, and it would be hyphened. Hyphenated. <laughs> I think you said hyphened. All right. I'd say wartime broth. <laughs> and, and, uh, I just feel like uh, this is see. being Finally, taken out of context. I'm being painted in a. In uh, a bad today, way. the 24th, this was also today. Yeah. Yep. You said, I take your reviews of TV and movies with a grain of salt the size of a bowling ball. That's true. You're not reliable <laughs> with that kind of stuff, Donna. That's I just true. wanted to remind you. Hmm. Just because I came across. The well, keep list. them down because remember, at the end of the year, we like to go through them. Um, with some sort of like cheery Christmas carol playing behind. Okay, that sounds And it's great. a really nice way for us to recap. Now, you say things about Netflix. Um, I, I saw this Netflix on Outline.com. Is that a place? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I, I got linked over to it, and there I was. But they were talking about how Netflix is sort of clickbaiting all of us. Back in 2017, they used to just put up like one thumbnail of a movie and that was it and that was the one that worked for everybody but now i guess they do something where our netflixes we know wouldn't look the same because they show you suggestions based on your viewing history okay but they said for instance if they if they were trying to get you to watch the big lebowski and you really liked action movies you were watching a lot of shoot 'em up movies mm-hmm. then they would based on their really smart marketing algorithm they would show you a thumbnail of the big lebowski with john goodman's character holding a gun so it would look to you like it's this real shoot 'em up intense thing and though that is in the movie it does not in any way lead you to what the movie really is. So clickbait in the way that then you would click on it, just like all these headlines, you know, 
Um, homeless man stops car in highway and you won't believe what happened next. And then the, the click never satisfies the tease. So they said Netflix is doing this where they're tailoring based on what you're watching. And this article said even based on what they know about you and your race, they'll huh. put up a thumbnail based on that. So if you would... Somewhere buried in this article here, it's, it talks about if you um, some data that they saw that if you were a black viewer, that they would be more likely to show you black characters in a movie, so that you might think that they were more prominently featured in oh, the movie and perhaps want to. I, I that's get it. I'm not just saying. Right. I don't like that. And then they're using a bunch of. Obviously, they're trying to use sex cells too, so they use any of their sexy shows to get you going in that direction. There's also a show called Ragnarok which is not Thor Ragnarok, but it's like another show about Norse mythology and um, another clickbaity thing. So they're just changing up these thumbnails based on what they believe your preferences are. So even within the same show, if they think, I, for instance, if they think that you might like romance, they'll show you one scene from Goodwill Hunting as the thumbnail. Matt Damon smooching with somebody. If they think you're more likely to click on something that leans comedic they'll show you robin williams on the thumbnail for goodwill hunting interesting these algorithms man i am telling you what do we know it's getting out of control i don't like it i don't like it if something else happened to me yesterday with my phone and i'm like what mm-hmm. how does it know? like something so obscure sometimes i feel like i'm just thinking and they they hear me yeah you know I mean? <laughs> no, they're in your brain man yeah it's just it's really scary like the i the time that i looked at the tv there was an infomercial on and i went in my head i was alone my phone wasn't around i thought i should get some of that crepe erase next day <laughs> in my email it says 20 percent off your first purchase of crepe erase how about that um, then I realized that my cable is tied to my internet. Still. Same though. provider. So they see what I'm watching and have that's sent a, me an email. That's a wide web, though. I know. Don't you think? Instagram. Yes. I love Instagram's ads. They are so all, they are so targeted toward me, and they really work. An Instagram ad, I, I probably 50% of the time will click on something what? just to see really? i don't buy it but i'll click on it to learn more about that product that is interesting yeah instagram's algorithm really seems to have me have me pegged yes you're a sucker is what you're saying i'm a sucker by the way i bought a few shirts from uh speaking of the internet and the evil algorithms i bought a few shirts from amazon yesterday that i think are like amazon brand like, really i'll be wearing bezos at the fair okay good these shirts cost like 14 dollars. they're probably super boxy and won't fit well but i'm gonna have some new threads out there at the old my talk booth don't forget we are going to be out there at the minnesota state fair we would love to see you guys out there you can come out we've got every weekday show that is going to be there uh which is just fantastic to know it's going to be uh i don't know it comes up in two days is this yes, real yes we're doing it oh my gosh you can win big you can give back aarp minnesota is awarding one thousand dollars to one lucky winner plus a thousand dollars to a minnesota charity of the winner's choice find our building on underwood street just south of randall avenue more info at mytalk1071.com keyword fair right, let's get out of here all right <sighs> we're going to be on the chan dinner theater stage by the way i should mention that okay. i gotta go right, bye, bye now.